Welcome to Divine Light with Tiffany, where we will break down the many chapters in the Bible and discuss what they mean to us and how they apply to our lives. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hello and welcome to all my sisters and brothers in Christ. Today I have an exciting topic for you and I'm just so happy to uh, just be here and to um, have another episode and to be able to discuss this with you guys. So let's jump right into it. So um, what I would like to call this episode for today is big faith for a big God. And today I'm going to go through several different stories of healing um, that we read in the Bible, several different people, um, different times, different ways they were healed. Um, and, and I just just want to dig into that a little bit and just discuss what that means to uh, uh, to me and of course um, you all can also share what it means to you as well um, if you have the anchor app on your phone or if not you can you can download it if you like um, you may even be able to do this in Spotify I'm not sure but um, you're able to leave me a message um, in the, the, the Anchor app for me, so for the show. So anyway, just wanted to say that really quick, but let's jump right into it. So we're going to be starting with uh, Mark chapter 9 verses 21 uh, through 22, and then we'll, we'll, we'll jump into verse 23 to 24. So really it's 21 through 24, okay? Jesus asked the boy's father, How long has he been like this? From childhood, he answered. It has often thrown him into the fire or water to kill him. But if you can do anything, take pity on us and help us. If you can, said Jesus. Everything is possible for the one who believes. Immediately, the boy's father exclaimed, I do believe. Help me overcome my unbelief. So I want to ask how many of you here today listening have those times in your life where you are, you're you're the same way. I want to believe. But Lord, just deep down, there's something keeping me from just trusting in you and just having the faith help my unbelief so let's move on to Matthew uh, chapter 9 verses 18 while he was saying this a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Put your hand on her. This is what he believed would heal his daughter. 
And I ask you, do, do you think that his daughter was healed? Do you think that she lived? I'm going to say yes. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is that we're asking. It doesn't matter how it is that we're asking uh, the Lord to do it for us. If we know and believe in our heart that the Lord can do it, the Lord can do it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts to that. So let's move on to the next story, Matthew chapter 9, uh, verses 20 through 22. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. Now, uh, I want to go, I want to discuss real quick um, in another chapter, I don't have it here with me. Um, There's a different version of this and it says that Jesus felt, he felt the power leave from him. There was a crowd of people around him and the power, he could feel that someone touched his cloak and power left from him. And he turned around and he looked and he said, who, who touched me? And his disciples said, Lord, there's, there's all these people around you. Anyone could have rubbed up against you or bumped against you. You know that someone touched you from all of this. And Jesus kept looking because he knew I felt power leave from me. Who touched me? And the woman being afraid, you know, uh, just, I'm sure just worried, like, oh my goodness, I was hoping to kind of go unseen and unnoticed, but I couldn't, you know, Lord, it was me, please, you know, don't be mad or just not knowing what his response was going to be. And he looked at her and he said, as he said here, you are healed. Daughter, take heart. You have been healed. Your faith has healed you. Those are the key words there that I want you all to remember. So let's move to Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 30. As Jesus went on from there, two blind men followed him, calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him, and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. And their sight was restored. Jesus warned them sternly. See that no one knows about this. (laughs) Now, I believe at this time, Jesus was just trying his best to kind of stay low key. Um, But, of course healing like this I mean you can only imagine you can only imagine either being 
someone who has been miraculously healed by him just touching your eyes and now you can see Um, or even being a witness to it you know it's hard to keep something like that quiet it's hard so um, let's move on to my this is the my my favorite or one of my favorites I should say And this one is coming from Matthew chapter 8, verses 5 through 10. When Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him asking for help. Lord, he said, my servant lies at home paralyzed, suffering suffering terribly. Jesus said to him, Shall I come and heal him? The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed, for I myself am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed and said to those following him, Truly, I tell you, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now, I want you guys to think about those words. Think about that. Like, I mean, oh man, this scripture, I just, I absolutely love it. It just resonates with me so much. I mean, you you have to feel that in your spirit. Jesus was moved. He was moved by such great faith. Because this man knew that all Jesus had to do was say the word. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to move out of your seat. Stay right where you are. Just say the word, Lord, and he will be healed. I'm telling you. It is the faith, my sisters and brothers, that type of faith is the type of faith that we need today. That is the type of faith that we need, my sisters and brothers. I'm telling you. I mean, it's just amazing to me. It truly is inspiring and it truly is just amazing to me. I'm telling you, so uh, let's let's think about these stories and what we've heard here today, okay? So going back over the several different scenarios, each in each story, okay, or each scenario, a different person was looking for a different type of healing, right? Not all the same healing, okay? But but healing nonetheless, right? But they all believed uh, that Jesus, if he, he could do it in a different way. They all believed in a different sort of healing. Now, notice this. Note this, my sisters and brothers, okay? That based off their belief of how Jesus could heal them was how they were healed, okay? Okay? Based off their belief, right? Or 
in some scenarios, right? It just said that uh, he, um, you know, he asked the question, if I can, if I can heal you. I mean, you know, it's almost like, do you know who you're talking to? (laughs) Um, You know, so whether it's if you believe that all I have to do is touch the hem of his robe, whether you believe that, Lord, all I need is for you to just say the word, whether you believe you know, that, that Lord, if you would just come to my home and heal my daughter or heal my loved one, they will be healed. Whatever it is that you believe is possible. So I ask you, my sisters and brothers in Christ, my burning question for today's episode to you is what else can he do? What else do you believe that he can do? We serve a God who is able to bring. He brought Lazarus back to life. So I ask you, what else can he do? What else can he do in your life? What else can he do with your family? What else can he do with your finances? What else can he do in your career? What else can he do in your marriage? What else can he do in your home? What else can he do with your children? What else can he do with your health and your happiness? What else can he do? I'm telling you right now that our God has no limits. There are no limits. The only limits that there are and the only limits that even applies to our Lord and Savior are the limits in our belief, the limits in the size of our faith. He is only limited by the size of our faith. So how big is your faith? How much do you believe that he can do what he says he can do? How much do you truly believe it? Because I'm telling you, you need big faith because we serve a big God, my sisters and brothers. And he has no limits. If you will only just try him. If you will only just let go and let God and let him work and show you that he has no limits if you only have the faith. So that's all for today, my sisters and brothers in Christ. Again, as always, I love you all and God loves you more. And I thank you so much for joining me. And I pray this brings some sort of inspiration um, and empowerment, encouragement, and just uplift uh, uplift you in, in any sort of way. And as always, 
uh, let us end here with, um, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, go with Matthew chapter five verses fourteen and uh, verses sixteen. Ye are the light of the world. Just want to remind you all of that. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Ye are the light of the world. You can't be hid. You are a city set up on a hill. That means you are a favored child of God. You can't hide yourself from the world. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I thank you all again for joining me. Have a blessed week ahead or weekend, depending on whenever you are listening to this. And until next time, let the divine light shine in you.